Oh, yawns. I've got the yawns. I've, I'm, I'm only just getting over, like, I'm not re even really getting over New Year. I mean, by the time they're listening to this, it'll be New Year. It will. It's not right now, But though. it isn't right now, no. so I've still got to deal with it. So you have future yawns. I have future yawns. Echoing back from the future. Yeah. As future echoes. You've got to watch for those. You have got to watch for those. Um, like jumping them like logger. Logger? Frogger! Yeah. Frogger the Frogger, Frogger. The, Frogger the dog game. Frogger. Not the dog game. No. What is it? Kennel. Kennel. Stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sick of this. Um, every time. Um, anyway, stop quoting Hacker the dog and get on with it. Um, <laughs> what? I can't help it. It makes me chuckle. Well, he makes a lot of people chuckle. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, we are here. It's 2024. All right, it will be by the time you're listening to this. Yeah, which is a really weird thing to have to say. Welcome to 2024, lovely listeners. We hope it's been good to you so far. All, I mean, obviously, you know, you've diligently waited for the notification to say this has been uploaded. Bing! Bing! And then you've gone immediately to your to podbean.com or your podcast provider of choice and downloaded or streamed uh, this latest hot mess fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I appreciate obviously that, that 2024 won't have really got its teeth into you yet. That's um, probably a good thing to be honest. Which is, yeah, which them, is a good give thing. Give a minute just to kind of take a breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to just to kind of settle. Have a minute. Calm. Ground and centre, drink your ale and eat your cakes. Good for that. And just basically, you know, look out the window and read the newspaper. Don't read the newspaper. Nothing good can come of reading a newspaper. Well, um, yeah, pretty much. But, um, yeah, so, but anyway, the point is, the point is, we're here. It's New Year. That wasn't supposed to rhyme. Happy New Year. Merry 2024. Hope you had a great... Uh, winter period, whatever celebrations you observe during that period, be it Yule, be it uh, Yule with a J, be it um, winter solstice, winter solstice, Christmas, Christmas Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa uh, Saturnalia, Dies Natalis Solis Invicti, whatever. It's all good. It's done now. You can relax. Yeah. And join us for episode one six nine. Of Frithcast. Of Frithcast. Do 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 do. Oh, I'll, I'll actually here. do the thing. Do you it properly. If I do it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Do All right. Well, we can. I mean, we can start the year off mostly properly. Let, as proper as we get. Formal. Right. Okay. Episode one, one six nine of Frithcast. Welcome aboard. Go music. Like that? A bit like that.
like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hello. Hello. How are you? Do you know what? I'm doing all right, actually. All right? Yeah. Good. Doing all right. I like, I like that. That's yeah. good. All right, just, it's good. you know, having a minute. Yeah. your campfire. How do you do? If you're just wondering what on earth you've tuned into and who exactly is talking, my name's Suzanne. I'm a heathen. I've got a head full of stuff. Some of it's useful. Occasionally. Occasionally, Maybe. every now and then. Yeah. When the moon is in the right phase. I'm Kate. Um, I'm a coffee-powered druid. Uh, not a heathen. I just live here, so I tend to hang around and interfere with this podcast. And tonight, we welcome you to the first virtual campfire assemblage of 2024 with the... Um, the, the, the fire, come in and warm your knees. Do yeah. you want to say that? You can no, say no, that if you want. Good. Okay. Good. Uh, come in and warm your knees. Grab drink a choice. drink of choice. Uh, marshmallows are in the tin. Um, help yourselves. It's all good. It's all good. And tonight we are going to be talking about a topic. And that topic is... Well, I thought actually, you know, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. When it gets to kind of winter time, I tend to want to have crafts that I can do on a long evening. Yeah. Because there's a whole lot of long evenings. There is, it's true. Time. So I tend to want to have something that I can create because it's that active creation and seeing it create. Mm -hmm. um, that is kind of a way for me just to kind of chill out with my mental health over winter. Yeah. When there's not as many hours of sun. I was going to say, we have about... We're on about six hours at the moment, are we? Yeah, we're, we're in kind of the glum sun part of the year. Yeah, six or seven hours. So I like a bit of a, a craft that helps me keep my mental health on balance. So, so craft things. Mm. And I tend to like, yes, I like a lot of different crafts, but the ones I really go for at the moment are ones that have a historical basis. And that kind of keys into my spirituality side as well. So I get you know two hits with one thingy yeah and i get to do a craft that not only helps boost my mental health and keep my mental health regulated and just in that nice kind of chilled out place but also tabs into my spirituality and feeds that meter as well so the craft that i've been getting into the last few years in winter has been tablet weaving okay so tablet weaving it's an odd thing mm. Um, because what you have is a, a series of tablets or cards, often with little holes punched in them. You have threads threaded through the cards and you twist the cards with uh, a thread that goes side to side and this creates a braid. Okay. That's it in its short, short version. Mm -hmm. So the simplest way you can do it is with cardboard tablets. Right. Uh, and thin thread. Uh, it produces quite a thick braid, quite a deep one. Mm. And so I thought we'd have just have a chat about tablet weaving, about the patterns that there are, throw some resources at you so you know where to find them. And it's a bit of a mad thing because when you first get your tablets, you can't kind of... I couldn't get my head round how you actually use tablets to produce braid no. and then you know there was this nutty idea of oh you put them on edge and you twist them and i'm like you do what now so these are these are sort of square tablets yes minor square ones with 
a hole in each corner. Yep. Um, and when I've seen you set them up, I mean, you can have, uh, I know from um, sort of like um, braids that we, you're probably going to talk about in a bit, I'm sure. But I know, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's up to the weaver um, how many tablets they want to use. Yeah. Across the thing, you can make you can use some quite wide braids if you use lots and lots of tablets. But you tend to use sort of how many? Uh, the braid I'm working on at the moment has ten. Okay. Uh, so I produce quite small, quite narrow braids because it's got the number of cards or tablets. Yeah. Gives you the width of the yeah. finished braid, give or take. So you would thread a, uh, a line through. A strand through each of these holes mm-hmm. in different directions depending on what pattern you want yeah and then then you will feed your which is it the warp or the weft i can never remember which is which i got no clue but the the thread that goes across ways the side to side on thread. a shuttle yeah so you'll poke that through and then you rotate the tablets forwards or backwards a certain number of turn quarter turns depending on what pattern you want yeah and then shuffle them all forwards a bit and then the shuttle goes through again and you rotate them again and so yeah. forth and so on. And depending how you've set them up, configured them, depending on the colours of your, your your cords and so on, you'll end up hopefully with the pattern that you want. Yeah, give or take. I kind of wanted to talk about this because, it, yes, it's a craft I'm doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are a lot of modern variations that you can do. And there are some flipping awesome patterns when you get right up there and you get into the complicated stuff. Oh, yeah. The... Tablet weaving, it kind of originates in in Europe. It's older than the Vikings, and it goes past the Vikings. So it's this skill, this craft that starts way before the Viking Age, mm. goes through the Viking Age. It's in the Anglo-Saxon kingdoms, and it goes out the other side, all the way up to sort of the 14th, 15th century. Okay. So... It's this craft that I find very much connects me with not necessarily the Viking period, but history in general. Yeah. Um, I have, you can, uh, the idea is to keep tension on the cards as you weave with them effectively. So you can do that by attaching one end to your belt or to yourself and the other end to a stationary object like a door or the edge of a cupboard or something Mm. that is not going to move. The difficulty with that is once you've started the weaving, you can't move either because you're the other end of the tension. So, you know, if you you get really into this, you might want to get like a pegboard or a loom or something Mm. just to hold the tension on the cards, which means you can pick it up and put it down much easier. Yes. And we have got evidence of the looms that they were using to create tablets with uh, tablet weaving with or card weaving with and because the cards or the tablets if they're made out of wood mm. we've talked about like wooden artifacts before they don't often survive very well this is true so you need an anaerobic environment you do need an anaerobic environment to get any kind of organic preservation mm. whether that's anaerobic because it's desert because it's bog because it's underwater um because it's waterlogged yeah. under the permafrost, you need something that stops the oxygen decaying everything else. Mm. So the difficulty <clears throat> we have is that we don't get a lot of organic survival. Okay. So that organics means things like wood, which our tablets would be made out of, 
which the loom frames would be made out of, which the braids and the clothes would be made out of organic fibres yeah. or uh, linen. So uh, silk in some cases, which is just a mad thought. It is such an awesome thought, but it is a mad, mad thought that they're using silk thread to do this stuff with. Well, you know, it's 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 there. It's very, very strong. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a bugger to get all the spiders to, you know, march in in step. But well, you know, you, you just I'm just thinking of being able to like tell the spiders to say right, folks, I want a burka number three pattern by morning. <laughs> Crack on. They'd get tangled up with each they other. They would. They would. It's like you know, you get two dozen spiders weaving your pattern for you. They can't, that would be awesome. They can't keep pace. <laughs> But, yeah, they're using silk. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some cases, they're actually making gold thread or very, very finely beaten gold. And they're not just sewing it over the top of the pattern. They're actually weaving it into the pattern or they're wrapping hair or thread up in gold, like wrapping it round with gold and then using that <clears throat> to weave with. And that just kind of blows my mind a little bit so we get traces of the gold thread that they've got left but we might not get anything else of the garment you see that strikes me as entirely the opposite of silk i mean the great thing about gold in terms of um i mean the great thing about gold is it's pretty um yeah but the the great thing about it in terms of um archaeology and this is a, this is that it survives. Is that it survives because it it's it's very very chemically inert. It doesn't react with an awful lot of stuff. That's mm, why we get things like the ram in the thicket. Indeed. Oh. Everything will rot away around it. Yeah. Oxid o- oxidize around it, but the gold will not react with the air or anything like it. Just it just sits through thousands of years quite happily going. Hey, you know. Yeah. So somebody I'm at very some point had this mad idea that they could take gold, mm. they could beat it down to very, very thin and very, very fine, and they could weave it into fabric. But you see, that is where I start to wonder what the blaze is, because one thing we know about silk, as we referenced already, it's very, very strong. I yes. mean, I don't know whether they do do it or whether they talked about doing it, but I know they were there, there was... I'd heard of the concept of them making, you know, ballistic armor out of silk, because it's got this enormous tensile strength, and if you weave it into a tight enough yeah, it pattern, it, it will literally stop bullets. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing: silk is very, very strong. Gold is not strong. No. Gold is bendy it's and bendy squashy. And splatty. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. You're going to make this thing, you're going to beat this stuff down. I mean, I know they, they can get it down to phenomenal. It's like gold leaf. It's phenomenally thin, you know. But it just strikes me as an immensely fiddly thing to want to weave into your yeah pattern. You but know? does mean whoever is wearing it has the blingiest of bling on. They, they will glitter a little. They will seriously. They have got, like, they are fabulous. Fabulous. They are going to look, you know, you walk out into a room that is lit by candlelight or firelight and your clothes edges are going to sparkle. Mm. So tablet weaving produces a braid, which you can then use 
Um, we've got evidence of them being used on clothes, so you mm -hmm. might find them being used to decorate the cuffs and neck of a garment or the cuffs and hem of a garment. Like they make great edging for Edging for, for stuff. Or <clears throat> tablet weaving belt. Okay. So a, a belt that is tablet woven, which didn't have a lot of weight put on it, but might have been a decorative belt for a piece of clothing. Not like a, a leather belt can bear weight, Yeah. but a tablet weaving belt, not so much. Okay. So you're not going to like dangle all your tools and things off it, or you? No, because it would get very saggy. Oh, God forbid, your sword. Or anything no, like that. no, that that needs to be on a leather belt. But tablet weaving belt, you might have a leather belt on and then a tablet woven belt over the top hmm. for the decorative shines. Indeed. So we've got a lot of early words that talk about tablet weaving. Pliny the Elder talks about what he calls little shields being used to weave in Gaul. Okay. Um, what's the word he uses? Uh, scutula. Scutula, little shield. Little shields. Scutum. So, yeah, what we would know is what's commonly translated as tablet. Okay. So in Gaul, uh, Alexandria introduces weaving with many heddles, but Gaul, they're using little shields. Oh, wow, okay. So, um, of course, he's doing it in Latin, which is much cleverer than my Latin, but he <laughs> basically says that Gaul... Um, Celtic Dark Ages are starting to use tablets to weave with rather than mm. weaving cloth, which is just a, like a big thing. They're using tablets to push threads over and under the top of a design. Okay. Um, you've got the, the, the second lay of Gudrun talks about um, maidens with weaving tablets who weave gold threads. Okay. But that's later than the Viking Age. Mm, mm. So you've got this very distinctive technique happening before the Vikings, during the Vikings, after the Vikings. The Vikings produce some amazing tablet weaving. Right. Um, but they're producing it in very specific designs. So they're producing it in um, diamonds, in chevrons, in very much... Uh, the, the burqa patterns are quite wide braids but they've got like these key patterns on them which are actually really tricky really really fiddly to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've just about got the hang of chevrons um <coughs> so they're producing them in very distinctive styles mm. the burial that i do want to talk about the braids uh from is Oseberg. Okay. We've talked about Oseberg before. We have. It's, uh... it's big and it's got lots of shinies. It's worth mentioning again here because Oseberg has um, the remains of a, a loom mm -hmm. with a tablet weaving. So it's got loom weights on the bottom of the threads and a big set of tablet weaving tablets. Okay. Like 50 odd tablet weaving tablets. That's a lot of tablets. Which is monstrous. Mm -hmm. That is an absolute monster because usually you hold the whole stack of tablets across two hands and turn the whole lot at once. Yeah. But with 50-odd tablets, you're not, you're not turning the that. whole lot at once. You're having to turn You're going to need sections. friends. Yeah, and lots and lots of different hands to get anywhere close to turning all your tablets. Very well-coordinated friends. Yeah. We're back down to spiders with eight legs and eight <laughs> hands, aren't we? Like one really, really good tame spider... Yeah, you yeah. can turn all of your 50-odd tablets <laughs> at once. You have to be very big spider. Very big spider. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Okay. Don't think about it. It's fine. Did I mention I'm arachnophobic? I know. You did. It's okay. 
Um, they're, uh, yeah, so they're producing these beautifully complex designs. And there's even, like, if you come across to uh, Anglo-Saxon period in Britain, they're producing tablet weaving, but they're producing it in different styles. And there's a very distinctive style that's happening in Kent. Okay. Which we've got shed loads of examples of. And we don't know whether that's one particular weaver that that's their entire lifetime's output or whether that's a school of weaving where they're all learning that particular style or whether it's just that they're you know importing that particular braid from france one noble imports it and then everybody else wants some yeah and everybody ends up buried in it and that's why we get it mm-hmm. uh, the ones from burka these key ones they're really nice as well there's lots of um different quite complicated patterns that happen at Burke in the Burke graves I think there's 60 out of the hundred and some graves 170 I think yeah 60 of them have got examples of tablet weaving mm. in the clothing what that actually means in terms of how widespread that practice is because of course we don't get anaerobic preservation everywhere no so we don't know whether this is specific to the island of Burka and specific to that particular place at that particular time, or it's widespread and we just don't have the evidence anymore. But what we do know is that they like a bit of bling. Well, who doesn't? I know. So tablet we, weaving... We, we like the shiny things. You we know? like the shiny things and we like it a bit decorative. <laughs> tablet weaving kind of doesn't really have that much of a practical purpose that you can achieve with other things mm. so they're doing it for a decoration there is a thought that the decoration is to signify allegiances or houses but there isn't a lot of historical evidence to say that that's the actual case it might be it might not we don't know either way mm. um, we do know that they're using some seriously nice colors some really expensive stuff. They're using silk in some cases. They're using gold leaf. They're using different colours of thread. And thinking about how long it takes me to, to put a tablet weaving braid up, how many metres of this stuff you must have to produce for, you know, for nobles, for noble houses. Mm. It's very much, for me, it's very much connected with um, like that uh, quote from the second lay of Gudrun, it's connected with women, women's weaving, mm. weaving work, which then connects it with warps, wefts, distaffs, the province of women and women's magic is yeah. to create cloth the from dis- nothing. The Deseer. Yeah, to create um, and to think that at some point, I most likely had ancestors, like Viking ancestors, Roman ancestors, ancestors across Europe all the way up to the 15th century, who did what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm spending my winter evenings creating tablet weaving braids, Yeah. as they would have spent a portion of their time. And that is, I feel very connected through that in a time when it's very dark, it's very isolating, it's very cold. Mm. I might not get to see people for as long in the daylight as I usually do. And then I'm using this skill as a way to connect to my ancestors. Yeah. 
I'm not necessarily doing ancestor work while I'm weaving, but it's... No, but it's a kind of a... I don't want to say like pass, a... passive necessarily. Is is might give the wrong kind of kind of idea, but yeah, it's 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 a way of it's kind of a low key connection. Does that? Yeah, is that it's a little mean? bit of a connection of resonance that I'm mm. weaving pretty much in the same way that they would have done in the 15th century, the 11th century, the 2nd century, mm, mm. before Common Era. I mean, we've got better lighting. The same. Yeah, the, we've got better lighting, um, but it is something that my ancestors would very much recognise. Yeah, yeah. Of being able, they might not recognise the setup of the loom, but they'd certainly recognise, oh yeah, we, we, we used to do that kind of braiding. That's a that's a technique that makes sense to us. Yeah. Even that's... though you're you might be using uh, a little more gizmoology. Yeah. So to speak. I'm, you know, definitely using uh, a loom that they might not have seen before, but mm -hmm. the basic understanding of how to use tablets to create braid. And yes, I'm using square tablets. Some of them might have used round tablets. Some of them might have used tablets with two holes in, with three holes in, those yeah, circular yeah. tablets. There are now a great number of tablets that you can get. And you just make your own out of card. Mm. And I'm always, um, I'm always interested in I, it's, it's something I, I, I sort of think about from time to time is the, the sort of fantastical idea of sort of bringing somebody from the past and showing them something in the present. Yeah. And I know we have this tendency as a relatively technologically developed society. I think we have a tendency to sort of look back and go, oh, well, you know, people back then couldn't understand this. But I, 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 I'm always sort of interested in, <clears throat> you know, how, how well, because people in the past weren't stupid. No. You know, they might be unfamiliar with some of the things that we, but if you brought somebody from the past into the present and said, Hey, here is a thing, a piece of technology, or whatever. And as long as they have the context for it, mm. you know. And I'd be, it'd be interesting to see. Sort of, I've always thought it'd be interesting to sort of bring people, bring Shakespeare, into the into the <laughs> present, and 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 show him a little tiny like data chip that you can so hold on the life's work on, is the on that tip of your little finger yeah. and say, yeah, everything you've ever written is stored on there. You know, I mean, he'd he'd, he'd get to grips with it. You yeah. could show it to him and, and on the computer or whatever. But it's the, the same thing with this. You could sort of bring somebody from, you know, who's... I mean, they might be a bit bitter and resentful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, to play with a loom, I get to yeah. sit in the dark messing about with these little hand tools and whatever. Yeah. You've got light bulbs and... Electric lighting, you know, central heating. Stuff, but, yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting to sort of see just how how it, it, it sort of... It does kind of resonate for them. And they go, oh, yeah, I, I know, I see what you're doing there. I understand that. Yeah, so for me, winter, yes, it's a time of, of retreat, of recharging, of being able to spend some time doing practical craft work that I can spend doing those longer evenings. But it's also, a, you know, with tablet weaving, mm. I can use that as a way to be very mindful of my connection of how many of my ancestors would have worn tablet weaving would have seen it being made, would have made it, would yeah. have seen other people wearing it. It's a skill that they would recognise all the way back to, you know, Celtic Dark Age, mm. where I would have had ancestors. 
Yeah. And that kind of like, it's comforting and it also blows my mind a little <laughs> bit at the same time to think about all the tablet weaving ancestors mm. kind of stood at my shoulders watching me work. Mm. Mm. Just stood behind me going, yeah, you made a mistake with that one. I know. <laughs> Dropped a stitch. I know that too. <laughs> Cut it out. Are you sure that one was supposed, that, that stitch was supposed to be going that direction and yeah. not that direction? You need to turn your card and, no, don't put it down. God, stop it. <laughs> So, you know, you can imagine it getting a bit kind of noisy, but also it feels quite comforting mm. that there's that connection there. And yes, that helps with my mental health because it's craft, it's creative. And that's one of the ways that that's kind of your thing. I recharge and refresh is to do creative projects, mm. to um, be able to create something. A lot of it is yarn and fabric craft. Yes. Yeah because I can see it being created very, very quickly. But it's also that spiritual connection as well, mm. that way to connect myself to the people around me, to my kindred, to my ancestors, to the community groups that I have online. Yep. And they are all connected through that thread of me tablet weaving. And that, yeah, that kind of feels nice too. Mm. So, yeah, lovely, lovely listeners. I'm kind of going to leave you with that thought. If you want to try tablet weaving for yourself, we will put some links into the description. We shall. For places you can start. You don't need a lot of expensive equipment. You don't need a whole lot of, a lot of bits to do it. You don't need a lot of, things you can just make yourself a set of tablets out of cardboard and a hole punch i was going to say you basically started with with like a set of tablets that yeah. was the, that was the big thing wasn't it that was the that was the yeah a set, the, of, set of tablets but you because out of cardboard yeah and like you were saying earlier you know you can use you can tie the, the threads to something yeah tie them so one end to a belt that you're wearing and the other end to a yeah a, a door handle or a I was going to Anything. say a door door handle, a, a post on a piece of furniture, or yeah. what a chair leg, whatever, mm. um, and that and that's really all you need to sort of get started. I don't think there's anything more particularly yeah. more technical than that, is there? No, I mean the the threads I found, the thread that works really well for me at the moment is like crochet thread mm -hmm. rather than cotton threads that you would use for sewing with, or wool because wool can be quite stretchy. I was going to say flexible. you want something that's, that doesn't that doesn't boing too much. Yeah, so wool can boing too much, mm. um, but I've been using. I started out using crochet threads because they're quite strong, they're quite tough, but they're quite flexible as well. What's that stuff? Dresses tend to be made of these days that kind of boings up and down. If you that's lycra. Like no, not lycra. Don't make it out of lycra. No, it wasn't lycra. No, it was something like that though. But anyway, no, don't. Yeah, no, don't. That would don't be bad. tablet weave out of lycra. That would be bad. It will not end well. No. It will not end. <laughs> no, it will not end. It'll just keep going. Just carry on going. Just keep stretching and stretching. Stretching out like a long, long cat. Yes. Yes. Don't we tablet weave with a cat either? No. If you have a cat, <laughs> then instruction number one in tablet weaving is remove cat. <laughs> Would, from the room with was, your tablet weaving in. Who would say that? <laughs> because otherwise... That was some website, wasn't the it? Cat, so, yeah, the cat will want to help. 
the and first you that are owned by a cat will know what kind oh. of help a cat can bring. Yeah, to to stringy things. Yeah. Oh yeah. To stringy things that move. Yeah. Yeah. Remove cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then sit in tablet weed. But yeah, lovely listeners, we are going to throw you some links into the description as per usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll also throw you some links to the archaeological examples we've talked about. So Berka, Oseberg, some of the other shiny, shiny bits and pieces where we have fragments of tablet weaving left. Some yeah. of which are very simple, some of which are beautifully ornate. Mm-hmm. We'll try and find some examples where they've weaved gold thread in because what? <laughs> and... Yeah, we'll just kind of leave you to have a bit of an explore. Hmm. And maybe, you know, maybe it's something you want to consider as well. If you're going to do yarn craft, if you're going to do craft with fabrics, i.e. anything from weaving to sewing clothes to making small items with a sewing machine to tablet weaving to knitting to crocheting to macrame to anything like that and how those skills connect you to your ancestors that's basket weaving isn't it no macrame is like knots and decorative string what am i thinking of basket weaving oh is there not a word for basket weaving is there not like a really complicated and takes a lot more strength than you think oh i think it takes a i'd I'd imagine quite a bit of strength but um i'm i'm sure there was a word for basket weaving we're going to go look up the word for basket weaving. It's not origami, I know that. No, that's... That's pe- paper. That's people folding. And filigree is like little strips of paper. Little strips of paper that you curl up really tight. That's quilling. Oh, that's quilling, is it? Quilling. Well, I think, you know, filigree then. Filigree is like little tiny twiddly lines. Okay. So you can have filigree de- 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 decoration on something. Not to be confused with the calligraphy. No. This is bloody complicated. That's like fancy writing where you write so-and-so was here in really fiddly fancy lines. This is so complicated. This is, <laughs> see, this is, this is why I don't do creativity. Love creativity. It's so complicated. <laughs> anyway. Well, listeners, we're going to go see if there's a posh word for basket weaving. And if we find it, we're going to put it in the show notes. You know we are. If you want to find us online or you want to come and bring your tablet weaving into the virtual, virtual campfire, please do so. That would be awesome. That'd be nice. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Um, you can find us. You can find. Do you, do you want to do your you can no, find? No, you, you do it okay. first. It's, um, all good. it's all good. You can find Suzanne. That's me. That's you. Yeah. On Facebook. That's yes. Suzanne Martin. You can. Or on Twitter. The sad and sorry remnants of Twitter. The remains of Twitter. The the, the smouldering remains of Twitter. Yeah. As at Geether and Jeans. At Geether and Jeans. Uh, You can also find um, me. I'm on Facebook as Kate Colburn. Yeah. Um, If you look on that same platform for Frithcast Pod, you'll find that the little page that we've got for this said fiasco... <clears throat> and that in turn will lead you to our Discord server, which is the virtual virtual campfire, where you are more than welcome to come along and join us, along with you know all our friends uh, who also come and join us in the virtual. Ca- 
Anyway, moving on. Well done. Um, well recovered. Yes. yes. You'll, we'd be happy to see you there. Um, it would be lovely to see you there, lovely listeners. Kettle's always on. It is. It is. Um, and in the meantime, we'll go. Yes. And see if there's a posh word for basket weaving. We will. Yes. And we will see you all Next and time. more. Because you're going to bring your friends, obviously. Yeah, bring them in. It's all tell, good. Tell, you know tell the everyone. space. You know there's enough mugs. You know there's enough space around the virtual campfire for more people. It's all good. And we will see the whole lovely lot of you for episode 170. I know. 170. What's going on? I don't know. We're going to go find out. 17 T. Lovely listeners. Talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye-bye.